0: Uh, Welcome to Friday night's Anytime Notebook. Um, No John this week, enjoying some time off. Um, That Harvey Rogers statue in his garden isn't going to worship itself, but fear not. Joining me for a stumble through the EFL card tonight, um, everyone's favourite bookmaker, PR person, content provider, completer of the 92, and it says here on my list, founding member of the Rob Holding fan
1: club. Does that sound like you, Steve Freese? It does, very much. Followed Rob Holding <laughs> over a cliff. Yeah, and uh, very pleased when he uh, did eventually score. Have we got a new Rob Holding? cool oh, damn. Murray Wallace, uh, you know, <laughs> centre-half stroke, stroke full-back. Matt Platt, you're going to mention later, he's one of them. Kizzy, who you mention every single week, he's one of them. So those mm, three, yes. those three are top <laughs> of my follow-off-the-cliff list. And you know what? Isn't it fun when they have chances every week and fail to score? it'd be boring if they scored wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if only they if only they knew i think
1: we, we missed
0: off i guess matt clark was the original no, yeah one of course he holding, was i guess he was which is yeah. a, another one if only they knew the, the the high esteem that we held these people in through through no other reason than just burning holes in our pockets for for, for years on end um steve uh, welcome aboard uh it, always good, I guess. First time we've kind of we've caught up with yourself this season. Reflections on what are we now? What two months in? Thoughts, I guess, of what have you seen that's kind of interested you, excited you? What are you enjoying in the in the EFL? Well, I think everyone kind of knows the the um how, the fondness in your heart that you had for for, for the football league. Um, what, are, what are you enjoying watching at the moment? Um,
1: I'm not enjoying watching the Albion. I, although I think people are getting lost in the XG with the Albion and the chance and and the chances that that they're having, clearly they've got issues in the goalkeeper departments defensively certainly needs uh, it needs an upgrade in that department. there's a lot of players that have been there a long time that need to be moved on. It's difficult and they've had issues up front as well. I think jed Wallace can hold his head up very high um i've been, I've been impressed mm-hmm. with him and someone who who was one of the founder members of the John Swift fan Club. I've been a little bit disappointed in him as well. Um, geez, I never thought I'd say that. Um, I'm fortunate to watch quite a lot of Stoke this season. And I kind of went to Hull a couple of weeks ago thinking, don't know what this side is going to be. i have I've, I've heard good things about them. And so I was intrigued to see. I thought am I going to bat these to finish in the playoffs? I left thinking I want to bat these for relegation. They looked absolutely all over the place and it wasn't a surprise to me, of course, that Avaladzi had... As, I think the big surprise for me, Gav, was the fact that he went today, just before kickoff, instead of instead of going during the international break. So something clearly uh, hasn't been right there at the, at the football club. I suppose if you work for the Turkish Simon Cowell, then you're always going to be open to a bit, a bit of the X factor. So... Uh, <laughs> Hey, 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 the Championship, Middlesbrough underachieving. I'm really pleased for Sheffield United. I do, I, I do like watching them play quite a bit, and uh, I, I no doubt I'll mention John Egan, of course, later as well. Ipswich, also saw at the end of last season away at Rotherham. They lost a game, but I thought oh, I want to back these next season. And of course, they've started like, and what a game that was, by the way, Plymouth Ipswich last week. Two sides Plymouth, going yeah, for it, brilliant. Disappointed last week. I know I John he's, was, he's, was, he's, was giving John, Sir Don a bit of a a bit of a slate in, wasn't he, when I, when I heard, heard John have a, have a it, mention? It, it. It, it, he's it, not here, it, so it, I, 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 think can, I, I can I, say that.
0: I heard uh, – I listened to another podcast this week as well, which was also they're talking about um, set-piece coaches. I think they are the um, – they are the kind of central point of lots of people's focus at the moment. And um, they kind of obviously Parslow at, at Swansea and um, lots of names few and far between. But it, it always feels to me when I hear of kind of set-piece coaches, it's um, it's the kind of thing that you you wanted to keep under wraps like a couple of years ago. We could do without people knowing that set-piece coaches exist, right? And, yeah. you know, that's and
1: where that's and I suppose the if edge it, comes when it goes I, to... Um, I, I suppose if you're at Leicester City you'd, you, and you're the set... Set piece coach, there you probably want to keep quiet about it as well. So, um, I take I t- yeah, t- <laughs> okay. t- your point that they have clearly struggled from there for um, for a while now. But of course, we're not here to talk about the Premier League. We're we're here to talking about our favourite subject, which is the EFL. Uh,
0: indeed, and, and our second favourite subject is, is talking about the ones that got away. A reflection on on last week, Matthew Platt was put up here with uh, in glowing terms, and we knew the writing was on the fo- on the wall, kind of fairly early. Um, we said last week that. You Know it would come from his chance, would come from a small wood corner as it as it did. Sneaked in at the fast, far post. Uh, I think a good kind of 0.15 XG just needed to direct his header on target to um to nab the money there. Still 22s against Harrogate, which feel this weekend, which feels another good good spot for him. Um, we had a bit of success uh midweek as well. With um, it, it felt like a, a, a good week. It, it, the Football League fullbacks and wingbacks have taken my interest this week and none more so than um Effete for, for Grimsby in the week, which um which was a good winner. Uh if those of people that, that, that read the blog might have got on nice and early. If you're not, make sure you subscribe on the website and you can see all of that. Yeah,
1: there's all only one game of the week, Gav, wasn't there? Yeah, sorry, Gav, there's only one game of the week. There lot, and there was lots going on. Yeah, and you kind of... I, I went through wide quite a few games kind of looking and, and he was always in and around the box from set players, wasn't he? It was always... Uh, in the end, he scored from about four yards. So, he, he'd he been having his chances. And, of course, in your blog as well, you mentioned back as well for for Carlisle, of course. I know we're going to mention um,
0: a couple more as well. A, 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 a direct message came my way on Twitter this week. Um, I know you know him well as well. Plymouth blogger Craig Bradley. He was at Walsall Tranmere last week. Um, do you remember, we used to love Bolton wingbacks, didn't we? And Liam Gordon was one that's gone to, to Walsall. He came on at half-time in an advanced yeah. position on the left-hand side. And look at the prices. He fills, the, he fills this week's 2pm team news
1: scroller. <laughs> to one. So, so Don't we love at, that? Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's such a mad... <laughs> the first 20 minutes is, like, hectic. If it, no Nobody can speak to you, can they? No, do not speak to me. Whatever you are <laughs> in the world, you are there. Just scrolling through I was, I was, as fast was, as you can, when, just to get an edge.
0: <laughs> when I when I'm lucky enough to, to to be at a game with you and with, you're treating me to some hospitality somewhere, it's always there's always this. I always think people must think we don't know each other from about two or onwards because, like you said, total <laughs> t- ignorance. Yeah, just just. There, just yeah. Care- just punctuated with "Have you seen such and such? Have you seen such and such?" <laughs> it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, scrolling through every game apart from the one that we're that we've um, that, we're, that we're at that day. But it's, uh, yeah, it's part of part and parcel of the uh, of, of the routine. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's yet to pay off this season, but I'm, I'm sure it will do. Uh, Steve, you've been kind enough to um to scour the um the EFL slate and look for a nap and a next best um, I've got my selections you've got yours do you want to start us off with talking through your nap for uh, any time goal scorer for, for
1: this weekend yeah I will And he's not a prolific goal scorer uh, hence the price but um, I'm going to go for table toppers, Sheffield United and, and John Egan who of course uh, scored in the week for Ireland now only Richard Wood and the aforementioned Murray Wallace stand above Egan in the uh, Defender XG charts, and I just think he can carry on that that good work from midweek um, when he scored against Armenia by getting his first league goal in over a year against against Birmingham City. Now I'm a little bit disappointed that the Blades will be missing uh, the presence of uh, Atmadosic. Apologies if I've if I've said that wrong, um, but I think Egan can definitely be a threat. Uh, against a side that I think have shown a lot of vulnerability from set plays, they're fifth in the XG against, according to the analysts. I know we both look at the analysts and very enjoy that, and we we mm-hmm. enjoy that quite a bit. They're without Mark Roberts, which I think defensively is a blow for uh, for for Eustace and Co. They gave up two big chances against your mob. I don't know whether you saw Panzo had two good efforts from. From set plays at St Andrews. And if you look back at previous games, Gav, Liam Lindsay tested John Ruddy. Um yeah. B.M. Delhi scoring for Norwich as well from a set play. And, and Richard Wood, of course, bagging a brace, as he seems to do. The the uh yeah, he's had an incredible career, hasn't he? Richard Wood. So him scoring two goals for Rotherham as well from set plays. I mean, you could say, Gav, that I'm a little bit over-eager about being all over-eager. <laughs>
0: I love it. I know there's a reason you're here. Um Richard Wood sends shivers through my spine. I've got a I've got a WhatsApp group with non punter pals who go, Gav, you know, you know centre half goal scorers, don't you? Have you seen this Richard Wood? I said, Oh yeah, only like for about the last twenty years. And they say, Oh, you should put him up, you should put him up People don't people don't tune in to listen to me put Richard Wood up. But yeah, what a season he is having. Um but yeah, I like that. Yeah, John Egan to start us off. Thank you. My nap then, a a short one for me, uh, but a good one. I think the 10-1 to Connor Bradley for Bolton against Lincoln is better of the weekend. Odd, because back in Bolton, wingbacks have been more expensive than Tory mini-budgets these last few years. (laughs) Uh, We all thought this Ian Everett project was uh, the real deal a year ago, Um, but it wasn't. Uh, But this season, I think, could be the one, Steve. A team that's good on the front foot, creating plenty Look at who they're playing this weekend, Lincoln. I think those six goals at Bristol Rovers are going to be doing plenty of heavy lifting in in XG circles for them the next few weeks. But the truth is when they step inside the top half, they tend to get beat. Four goals conceded at Peterborough, another two at Cambridge, just, just two recent examples. I think Bolton score and they score more than one here. And I think Bradley's the one to be on. On loan from Liverpool, 13 shots in nine starts. Two goals, you know, was equally threatening for Northern Ireland in the uh, in his two starts over in the international break as well. This is this is proper kind of get-behind-the-last-man wing-back play that, you know, you'd expect from you know, high-class Premier League loanee, I think. So expect to see him further forward when, when Bolton break down the left. I think uh, Sean Ruffin is going to have his hands full at, at left-back for Lincoln, 10-to-what. 10 to 1, sorry, really nice spot here. And I, you know, knowing me and knowing you as well, Steve, we'll probably cover the two plus as well at 175 (laughs) to 1 just to make sure we've got it in the bag. You don't find many wing backs, I think, that you like these days, but Bradley definitely feels like one, and I think the price is still a good one. So 10 to 1, Connor Bradley for Bolton against Lincoln. Steve, where are you going for your next best?
1: <laughs> I agree with that, Gav, as well. I think he'll be on my list this week as well. I think that's a. Uh, I think I think we were guilty of being a massive price that earlier in the season. I think we had our trousers pulled down a few times, but I think we are uh, definitely on the right side now. Uh, where am I going? Well, the last football action I had before the international break was seeing Kenneth Pal failing Ben Wilmot in what looked a, a stonewall penalty. Um, Unfortunately for the Potters, Matt Donoghue thought differently and waved wave, play on. Even the great Sir Les Ferdinand called it a penalty back in the lounge at Loftus Road. It was, of course, QPR Stoke. And one thing I'm very fortunate in, in, in watching a number of games, but the reason I like going to games, Gav, is just watching set plays and just see how a number of teams these days mix it up with set plays. We know how these small edges can be massive, can't they? And, and the Super Hoops have done well this season. They've, they've scored five from set plays. I think they have the advantage of a chair delivery, not SCS or DFS. It's QPR, of course, we're talking about here. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, okay, it was actually Johansson who put the ball in. But let's not (laughs) let the facts get in the way of a a good gag here. It it, it was a real great move from QPR. There was a crowd scene from the big lads going at the front post. Paul was round the back, left-hand side. Decent strike, but it was a great save by Joe Bursik as well. And Paul also had a chance in the first half from a second phase. Admittedly, it's a player previous to this game that I, I didn't know a great deal about. His last goal was actually in 2020 for Peck Zwolle. Yes, very easy for me to say. I've had some right words in this. One, but to start, <laughs> Of course, you know about Gustavo Hamer. Of course, for Coventry, who used to play with him, and was on the score sheet that day. He was on the score sheet that day when when uh, Parla scored. So, I'm, uh, I'm, I think Parle is is a is a a different selection from myself. He can also get forward in open play as well. Listen, watching Bristol City must be fun this season. Not if you're a defensive coach, of course. Forty six set play attempts faced the highest XG against in the division. I'm going for Paul to be the bearer of bad news for the Robins fans in this one.
0: Excellent, uh, seventeen to one. It says on my sheet just here. Another excellent selection. Thank you, Steve. Uh, my next best. Um, let's talk Doncaster. Who, um, despite me thinking that Crawley might get something last weekend, they didn't. Doncaster dispatched them without too much fuss. Um, recency bias aside, I think Joseph Alowu is the appealing one here. All the headlines are going to be, you know, four shots and a goal in his return to first team action against that in that game against Crawley. But some underlying form I think makes him a bet here. First leagues. Starting two months after an ankle injury, but he's been on the should have been on the radar after the early games anyway. Good chance opening day against Bradford. Another at Lincoln before we went off injured after half an hour. Solid first full season for the former Arsenal youngster. Last season, four in thirty-eight in the division above. Rochdale still feels like just the right spot to go in again here. Eight in the conceded column from set pieces. I don't think a one-nil win at Colchester last week. He's gonna, you know, feels a long way from writing the ship under Jim Bentley. I was at that three nil defeat to to Northampton, where I'd struggle to think of more, you know, terrible performances than I've seen from from football league clubs in in the last ten years. You know, credit where it's due. Um, we were against Doncaster last week, but one good performance can follow another here. Alohu is the one to be on to take advantage of some vulnerability at Rochdale and get two in two at what I think is an appealing 19 to one. Uh, that settles up our uh, selections for this week. Plenty there for people to think about. Um, I get to watch a game of football on a Saturday at home uh, at where Coventry play their football games for the first time this season. So I'm looking forward to making my way up to the Building Society Arena on Saturday. Um, Steve, uh, I think you're going somewhere more illustrious than that. Where are you off to this weekend?
1: Yeah, I've got a, a nice trip to Paris on Saturday. So PSG, her niece on Saturday and, and Stoke versus Watford on Sunday, all being well, that I get back in time for that at the Bet365. So, looking at looking forward to both games in equal measures. Of course, Slavin Bilic in charge of Watford there, the former Baggies boss. I'd have taken Bilic back at the Albion, by the way, but that's for a different story. Of course, it's, a, it's an eight o'clock kickoff here at the Park de Prance. I'll be all over the. Hopefully, I'm, I'd have landed by by three o'clock to get all the team news. I'm massively interested in League One, Gav. The, the top six in the XG against, according to the analysts, they all play each other. So, Accrington v. Morecambe, Cheltenham versus Shrewsbury, Ooh, and Bristol yeah. Rovers versus Exeter. So, those those six sides are the top six in the against. And you know, I'm going to fall for a two v. two v. two. You know, I'm going to fall. I'll, I'll have to mention. <laughs> I'll have to mention Harvey Rogers because John's not here, but I, I will be probably looking elsewhere in that game. But Connor Taylor, uh, of you know, yeah, for Cheltenham versus Shrewsbury. Uh, Alfie Kilgore as well. Let's hope you know, let's see what it's all about with him in that Bristol Rovers versus Exeter Clash. He's been talking about set pieces earlier in the week I read in the local Bristol paper. So he knows how important set plays are and he'll be gutted about the defending from that late Akron to goal last week. He's 25s any time. And I just want to mention one other player as well. Barnsley have scored five Gav from set pieces. Liam Kitchen mm-hmm. was on the wrong end of a card just before his birthday at Cambridge, so he had his celebrations at home while the Tykes were beating Charlton. Um, just going back to the Cambridge game, I noticed that Robbie Kundi was on the score sheet against, uh, against his old side. That mm-hmm. certainly didn't go unnoticed by me. I'm sure it didn't by you. I think Kitchen is well over six foot. He's still 20-1 yeah. to one to score at any time as well, so I think that's definitely worth a mention. And I also want to mention about Matty Platt. Uh, I, I know you mentioned him at, at the start. I think he's got he's got a huge chance. I know, and, and we mentioned Kizzy, of course, who hasn't had much joy for a month. He had two attempts versus Harrogate at the beginning of the month. Now, Bradford played them. Sweeney scored a late, late header for Stevenage against Harrogate last week from a, a, a Hail Mary, a lump in the box. Uh, they played Salford the week before. Vassal had two chances. One was an absolute sitter for Salford against Harrogate. And they are giving up big chances from set plays. Maybe... Just maybe it's Matty Platt's weekend, but boy, how many times have we said that before?
0: <laughs> Indeed,
1: it feels like a um,
0: it feels like we need to get someone to price up uh, headed goal minutes across the EFL, right? Every for a nice juicy buy, um, particularly this weekend. Uh, Steve, thank you very much for joining us this weekend. ably stepping in for John. Uh, good luck with your trip. Um, let's um, hope we got a, bear, a fair few winners there and um, Steve who knows maybe we'll we'll talk to you again at some point throughout this season but have a great rest of uh, the season from a punting point of view and we'll speak again soon
1: Thanks Gav it's been a privilege mate thank you